Hello, my podcasting family. Welcome to Caregiving is a Ministry, where we look at the Word of God through the lens of caregiving. Don't forget to follow me on Facebook at Caregiving is a Ministry, all one word. I think I forgot to say that <laughs> yesterday. Today we're looking at Psalm 71, and I'll be reading from the New American Standard um, Bible. Ready? Here we go. In you, Lord, I take I have taken refuge. Let me never be put to shame. In your righteousness, rescue me and save me. Extend your ear to me and help me. Be to me a rock of dwelling to which I may continually come. You have given the commandment to save me, for you are my rock and my fortress. Save me, my God, from the hand of the wicked, from the grasp of the evildoer, and from the ruthlessness, for you are my hope. Lord God, you are my confidence from my youth. I have learned leaned on you since my birth. You are he who took me from my mother's womb. My praise is continually of you. I have become a marvel to many, for you are my strong refuge. My mouth is filled with your praise and with your glory all day long. Do not cast me away in the time of my old age. Do not abandon me when my strength fails. For my enemies have spoken against me, and those who watch for my life have, have consult to get, consulted together saying, God has abandoned him. Pursue and seize him, for there is no one to save him. God, do not be far from me. My God, hurry to my aid. May those who are enemies of my soul be put to shame and consumed. May they be covered with disgrace and dishonor who seek to injure me. But as for me, I will wait continually, and I will praise you yet more and more. My mouth shall tell of your righteousness and of your salvation all day long. For I do not know the art of writing. I will come with the mighty deeds of the Lord, God. I will make mention of your righteousness, yours alone. God, you have taught me from my youth, and I still declare your righteous deeds, your wondrous deeds. And even when I am old and gray, God, do not abandon me until I declare your strength to this generation your power to all who are who are to come for your righteousness god reflects reaches to the heavens and who have you have done great things god who is like you you who have shown me many troubles and distresses will revive me again and will bring me up again from the depths of the earth may you increase my greatness and turn to comfort me I will also praise you with a harp, and your truth, my God, I will sing praises to you with my with the lyre, Holy One in Israel. My lips will shout for joy when I sing praises to you, and my soul which you have redeemed. My tongue also will tell of your righteousness all day long, for they are put to shame, for they are humiliated who seek to harm. Hmm. While this psalm is a psalm of lament, It says that it's written by an old man who needs to be rescued. The author is unknown, but it assumed, I think we can assume that the person who wrote it could have been the old man, but I think it's funny to know that it had to be an old man who needed to be rescued, which makes this a unique psalm, does it not? Because let's think about it. It's one thing to have enemies when you're younger, right? To be pursued and a quote-unquote attacked when you're young, when you're young, your stamina is high. You're, you're, you know, you're at the 
the top of your physical form, so to speak. Your reflection, your reflexes, reflexes are better. You can bounce back. But as years progress, right, your reflexes aren't as sharp as what they used to be, right? Things take a little longer. So imagine being in your old age and now you're being attacked. It's pretty scary. And I guess that's why the psalmist, he outlines his journey with God, stating that he has been faithful to God since his youth, reminding God, right, that he's been faithful to him, that he knew him as a child and he praised him, which is a switch, isn't it? Normally, we concentrate, at least in the Psalms that we've read thus far, right? The psalmist is always concentrated on how God has been faithful to Israel or to them. This time, the psalmist is saying, no, God, I have been faithful to you all my life, right? Can we say that we've been faithful to God? Can you say that you've been faithful to God? I know there are days when I struggle, but overall, it would be a yes. But you know what? God isn't keeping record, so to speak. He knows that we have good and bad days. The thing is that we get up with the intent of, I want to do what's right. Do, I, do you think that it's good for us to reflect on where we are with God? I do. I think we have to grow, right? We have to grow in our obedience to him. And as we do that, we, we walk by faith and, and we just, and we grow. Do our lives reflect the relationship that we have with Jesus? Those are the questions that we should ask ourselves periodically. Am I growing in my faith? Am I the same person I was last year? Right? Do I trust God a little bit more? Does my behavior reflect the relationship that I profess to have by wearing this cross, you know, around my neck? Or by telling everyone that I go to church? Are we serving him? Right? Do we work to earn God's favor? Which we really can't do because we already have it. It's not working to earn his favor. It's working in a response of his love for us. Just wanting to please him, right? Because of all of the things that he's done for us. Do you need to be a minister to do the work of God? No. You can be a wife, husband, doctor, waitress, plumber, or whatever it is, fill in the blank. As a child of God, we're to grow and to serve wherever God plants us. Not everyone's going to be called to be a quote-unquote minister in a church, so to speak. But you may be called to be a minister in your home, a minister, you know, at the workplace, a minister, you know, in your classrooms as the student or teacher, a minister in your business. And that doesn't mean that you have to preach to people or that you always have to have your Bible out on your desk or where have you. It means that your life is a witness to the relationship that you profess that you have. In the end, though, the psalmist acknowledges that he has been through some struggles, right? And suggests that God, you know, allowed it, that it was at God's hand, but that he would continue to be faithful and to praise God. There's something so sweet about a senior's testimony. And I don't know those of you who grew up 
in a church dynamic where you would have people come down and give testimony. I think I remember telling you about my experience with that in previous episodes. But it is sweet. But when the seniors get up to talk about their journey with God, it's just magical because they've been through things. They're like on the tail end of life. And so when you look at them, you know, with their wrinkles, they may be hunched back. They may be on a cane, walking slow. When they tell you to trust God, it's so much easier to believe it because you see that they have and that they're still continuing to do so. So let's not discount what seniors have to say. Let us learn from our seniors. Learn how to honor them because they may be able to help us with our walk of faith. Let's pray. We thank you, Father, for giving us an example of what it's like to be a senior in your presence, a person who has grown up with you, who still calls on you every day, a person who, even in his anguish, recognizes that you're the one who can help him, whether you allowed it to happen or you ordained whatever happened to happen, but you are still the person that he needs to come to. Help us, Father, to be like this person who wrote this psalm, that in our old age that we can say that we've trusted you throughout our lifetime or wherever we started our walk of faith with you, but that we continue it until you call us home. Let us honor our seniors, Father, and help them and bring out their stories to see where they've been and how how you have delivered them. Let us protect them and love them and recognize that they are a gift from you. We love you, Lord. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. All right, my podcast family, if you have any seniors in your life, give them a big hug and tell them how much you appreciate them today. And always remember, God is your refuge and your strong tower. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen.